Okay. All right. It's Ebony Story here with another Wall of Sound interview. And I have here with me Chris Makatich from Dreg. In case you're not educated, Dreg are a Melbourne hardcore slash metal slash rap band who create very powerful music, both sonically and visually. And we're going to get all the goss. So, Chris, how's your day been? It has been cold. It's been real cold. <laughs> yeah. Join the club. Love winter. That was yeah. definitely sarcasm. You can't tell over this, but we're being sarcastic. Unless you actually like winter. <laughs> I do like winter, but it's just, it's it's very fucking cold right now. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Look, you don't look like you're layering too hard, so I think you're coping. I'm lucky. I had the, we got ducted heating in here, so I was pretty lucky. It's not too frosty in here, but I'm going to have to go for a walk in a bit, and that's going to suck. Ugh, living the Australian dream. But I'll tell, actually, no, you will be living the Australian dream because... You're going on your first headline tour ever, like literally very soon in June, yeah. July. Surely you've been dreaming about this forever. Actually, why hasn't this happened yet? Well, it's funny. It's technically it's our second one. It's just the first one we've done. So like we had another tour that we announced in 2021 called the Internet Tour that never happened. It never happened. We played the <laughs> Melbourne show and then we went into another Melbourne lockdown. Like I think it was like the fourth one or the fifth one or something. And then that was it. We ended up, we moved that tour five times and then we ended up just canceling it because we went into like another like three month lockdown and it just couldn't win. So we just, so this is the second attempt at that, at doing another headline tour. So this is our first official headline tour that we're actually going to do. Yes. I think it's definitely going to happen a couple of weeks and then we're kicking it off. So yeah. nothing can stop you guys now. Obviously you learn a lot. <laughs> having cancelled and like rescheduled it five different times in the past is there anything you learned from doing that that you're like cool we're gonna do it this way now because we know better i guess oh, there's not really much you can do with the landscape like i know that there was a massive influx of tours the second everything opened up we tried to avoid clashing with that we still have ended up like there's just just because everyone wants the tour so i think it's going to be like that for like another year or so like it is going to be such a saturation of artist touring because everyone just wants to and like you can either sit and do nothing or just you just gotta wing it and just go out and see what happens like like we haven't been yet on a headline run so we're like we're not gonna wait let's just go 100 percent. do you have any like special stage antics planned uh <laughs> not really I, I try i try not i try not to plan them. i try to just go off my, off my noggin like on the night and not not plan it too much because that's when the funniest shit happens. Anything I try to plan, I end up fucking up anyway mm. and it just doesn't work. So I'll just go fly off the handle. Yeah. Yeah, I want it to be more authentic. Just do stupid shit, entertain people. That's cool. I remember seeing you guys, I guess for the first time at like Big Sound 2019. Yeah, off the, off oh, the yeah, rocker. Yeah. That was insane. A lot of fun. So that was a good one. That was a, that was a crowbar, I think. Yeah, that was, that was nice. All right. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like you guys put a lot of effort into your stage get up, like visually with what costumes and like, I don't know if you call it face paint or some sort of cool stuff that you guys do. How do you come up with that sort of thing? It's kind of just whatever everyone wants to do. Like some of the guys do stuff, some of the guys don't. It's kind of just like, we've always just used the band as a vessel for like, like, I guess when we started the band, it was just like the ethos has always been like all of those regular hardcore, metalcore, heavy music mechanics that everyone's had to follow previously. Like, 
just bend them and play with them however you want. Like we're definitely not the first band ever to dress up, but it's also not very common in the scene that we play in. Like we're starting to see more of it now, but it like definitely wasn't common when we started doing it. And it's always just been, we're just like kind of just do whatever. There was a period where I dressed up a lot and then I stopped for a while because I wasn't vibing it. And then I started again and then I dropped like, we kind of just go through different waves. Like sometimes Jordan will have like the most ridiculous get up. <laughs> and sometimes he'll just be, just sometimes he'll just rock up and whatever he wants to rock up and play. And like, it's always been like a vessel for self-expression and whatever you want to do. And like how you look on stage is part of that. So like, if you're feeling pretty flamboyant and you want to be out there, go to the nines. If you want to, you're having an anxious week, you just want to fucking chill. Just don't go too crazy on it. Like, there's no real rules. Like, we don't really set any rules of like how we have to dress or like any of that. Just whatever everyone wants to do. See what happens. I kind of like that because you do see a lot of bands like right now-ish with a very, I don't want to say like manicured look, but they definitely are like a cohesive unit being like cool we're all in this sort of doing this sort of thing like Thornhill pops to mind and Void of Vision and like they look great I love what they're doing but I kind of like that yours is like whatever you feel like you want to do it you go it's up to you yeah like I've always loved that sort of stuff growing up like Slipknot follow a theme Mudbane follow a theme like early System of a Down follow the theme System's a very good reference for who we get that idea from like if you look at like early System of a Down like they were wearing like gas masks and face paint and like that was all in their first album and then second album they started wearing completely different stuff again and then like third album they started going a bit weirder again and like and then like fifth fourth and fifth album they were wearing like leather and like latex and shit like they kind of just did whatever they felt like doing at the time and didn't they didn't make any rules for themselves. I've just like, I've always liked that with a lot of artists. Like Tyler, the creator is a perfect example. Like you can associate Tyler, the creator with a black and white polo shirt and a five panel from Yonkers, or you can associate him with like flower boy, like loud, colorful outfits. Like I think as an artist, if you have the ability, if you've created a vessel where you can be how you want to be in that moment, it's really useful. Like if I'm, if I'm feeling a bit darker, with my thoughts it doesn't make sense to dress up and wear full bright yellow on stage if the recent music i'm putting out doesn't represent that at all like yeah i don't know i've just always like thought that's like a cool way to just navigate yourself through performing is like you're not the same character all the time you're not the same personality all the time like let them come in peaks and valleys you know yeah yeah i like that and the tour i guess is based off of your single context which I think is really cool. I, it's about what, like manipulating the truth and I guess being in the public eye, which then means you're susceptible to like all sorts of misinterpretations. And that's where I guess context is yeah. so important. Do you feel like you have to watch what you say and like watch how you come across and interact with people because now you're a band that's signed to Epitaph and you're on a headline tour and all that kind of stuff? You definitely come under the microscope a lot more. But um, one thing I've always kind of stuck to is just like, if you think if you think the thing that you're creating is good and like when i say good i don't mean like artistically uh, i mean like if you feel like you have good intention behind what you're trying to do it's one of those things like there's always going to be there's always going to be someone who doesn't like it 
And I feel like the types of guys that we are and the type of art that we resonate with. And when I say art, I mean like that extends beyond just music, like anything, like whether it's like, I see comedy as like a massive artistic format and fashion, all these things, like everyone that has ever changed or like made an impact in their genre, even if it's minor, has offended people and has had to do something to piss someone off at some point. We don't intentionally try to offend people, but if we're going to create art that we just think is art and someone's going to find offense to it, I'm just like, that's like that, that's on, like you just don't have, you just don't have to watch it. You don't have to listen to it. And that, I think that's the big problem now with context is like people just take snippets of songs and snippets of videos and they'll just take it completely out of context and paint an artist as like the worst thing ever. And we've had it happen to us. Like people have taken like parts of our art and gone, oh, can you believe that they did this? And it's kind of just like, well, we're not going to undo it. We're going to undo the art. <laughs> like, and I don't know. I just feel like at the end of the day, if you really do make music or any form of art for yourself, you first and foremost make it for yourself. And if you were living in a universe where you never showed it to anyone, you just made your art and it stayed in your room, most people's shit would be so offensive. Like it would be the most, like with the trauma, with the traumas that people have lived through, especially like within our scene, like everyone's got their own story of like the life they've lived and why they're here listening to this genre. Like everyone would go to dark places creating their art. And I feel like there needs to be a, place like 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 this is supposed to be a place for self-expression and and all that sort of stuff so i don't know that's me i, I just think i i do think that things should be criticized if they are ridiculous but in the context of what it is i don't like when things are just taken completely out of context and just well oh, this is everything this represents everything of this person when human beings are so much more complicated than that yeah yeah you could even put it on like a bigger scale and just be like oh, you know, they made this amazing album, but I didn't vibe with this one song, therefore it's bad, therefore the entire album's bad, therefore I don't like that band anymore. People exactly. Blow it all out of the water. It's super common. Like an artist will drop a song and everyone will be like, oh, well, that song, that song sucked. So this new album's going to suck. And it's like, well, no, like you didn't, you didn't like the song. And, that, and you saying it suck is so subjective. Like... Yeah, it doesn't say, suck just because you it, say it, it sucks. Yeah, it's like when people say, um, uh, to use a really vague and weird example, like chocolate is disgusting. No, 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 it's not. But you think it's disgusting. It's like it's totally different. It's not. Yeah. That's your. Yeah, you know what I mean. I have this conversation with my girlfriend a lot. I don't like. I don't like bananas, and I'll always <laughs> say like, oh, I don't like. I don't like bananas, but so envious of everyone that loves bananas because. Based, like everyone else seems to fucking love them like i'm just miss i'm missing out on the party by not liking bananas you know yeah so that's how that's how i see it but that's just the world we live in now like everyone's got a, the ability to put their opinion wherever the fuck they want to put it and for some reason everyone wants to read everyone's opinion and then everyone wants to comment on everyone's opinion and then like why they commented on that person's opinion and that's just better to do apparently than going for a walk no this feels like you would you would talk a lot about this i guess in the creative process uh with your bandmates and stuff as well like do you guys have major conversations when you're you know having a big old rant about something yeah we like we all talk pretty deeply about this stuff but like 
we don't like sit down and go like, oh, what's this song going to be about? Like we're always talking about, sometimes we talk about dumb shit, but we're like, we also like to talk about interesting stuff as I'm sure most bands do like when they're hanging out, cruising on the highway or whatever they're doing. Like, and I feel like it's important for a band to like know like we definitely don't all have the same opinions on everything like we all have completely different opinions along the political scale along the spiritual scale along the sociological scale like we have completely different opinions on everything but knowing everyone's opinions makes it easier to create something that represents everyone Mm, i like that i like that and i think the music video is great very very cool i feel like you could read a lot into it but i haven't watched enough times to do that yet but what's this whole um do the drag thing is that going to be a dance move you guys are going to pull up on stage <laughs> well uh shouts to chris from heists and neck up media because he made that whole video the do the drag thing the do the drag thing in all honesty was his idea so i sent through a treatment that basically had the idea of i just wanted him to be doing a dance like i didn't necessarily say what dance and then when we got the we got a draft back and it had do the drag and i was like that is fucking hilarious <laughs> and it's become become a little bit of a meme since like there's just been like comments and shit but like yeah that was all chris and that was just fucking hilarious because it's the worst dance (laughs) like he's literally just putting his foot to the side and then putting it back the other like it's really nothing complicated (laughs) but um but at the same time like accidental art there like that is the world now like you do a stupid little fucking dance that is not anywhere near as complicated as the dancing that actual dancers do and if, if your face is pretty enough it'll go viral and that's that's how Facts. it seems to go hell yes yeah. definitely but all right let's get to the juicy stuff you've dropped 13 songs since signing to epitaph it's a bit of a tease what's going on we i don't know we just <laughs> we just did a lot of singles like it was one of those things where signed like i i got i got to get on the phone with brett who runs epitaph which was fucking surreal and we talked about a plan this was before covid we were talking about a plan of what we were going to do and he was just like what have you guys been because like, he was just like i just want to amplify what you're doing what are you doing at the moment and at the time we had just dropped return of the drag and hyperbowl and we had another single ready to go which was radio replica which ended up coming out fucking like only last year, but this was back in like 2018 or 2019. We had Radio Replica ready to go and we were like, oh, we, we, we're just going to drop this. We were going to drop this song next. And he was like, um, well, so you were just going to drop singles? And we were like, yeah. And he goes, oh, why do you want to, why do you keep doing singles? And we were like, seems to be working in the rap world. Like there seems to be a lot of rappers just going like single, 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 put out a video for it, build some hype tour back to back. And then, um, and he was like, cool, do you guys want to do a couple of singles then before we do an album? And we were like, yeah, let's do a, like, do a couple of singles. And then COVID hit. And we were like, oh, oh. fuck. Like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like when we did the other ones where we can drop a single and then go tour it. So us and Epitaph and our management all got together and kind of set a really cool goal of let's just release a song every six weeks. Cause like, it looked like Melbourne was just not getting better. And it was like, fuck, Melbourne is just in lockdown for the next how many fucking years. So we were just like, let's just pump it out. We were just sending riffs and shit to each other back and forward. And, and then, yeah, we just 
we smashed it out and just kept putting them out and shooting videos like kind of in between lockdowns where we could and looking back i'm so glad we did that because a lot of those songs could have ended up being like an ep or an album and it just kept us relevant through everything and kept kept people listening kept people tuned in yeah i don't regret it at all and like no i, I haven't really seen anyone else in our scene do it no. that ridiculously <laughs> not so, 13 yeah. nah <laughs> so like i'm a i'm a big 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 fan of doing things that no one else has done so that one felt good to just be like okay whether it works or doesn't work we're the only ones that did it so it's all content it's cool. whether it's like grouped under an album banner or an ep banner anyway it's all it's they're all songs exactly if anything it shined more light on every song individually rather than it being an album and there being like your three favorites and then filler it ended up just being banger after banger and it made us better musicians because it was like everything we delivered had to be single worthy which is fucking hard which is hard to do like it's hard to deliver that many songs that aren't <laughs> album filler there's no in, there's no interludes there's no like intros and outros like it was just single 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 this will have a video this will have a video like let's just keep trying to push ourselves to get better and like we just want to get better and better like whether we become fucking a big band or not is cool like like whatever happens there but like if we can outdo ourselves musically and artistically that's the goal that's pretty great i like the sound of that that's really cool yeah it was good yeah no complaints well i don't want to ask when an album is coming because that's a bit too invasive and you know all that kind of stuff no one knows but when you do have an album out one day in the future, is it still going to be, obviously it's going to be banger after banger, but do you guys plan that sort of stuff or would you want it to be like an actual, you know, ebb and flow, take you on a bit of a journey sort of thing? We don't really know. Like, I think an album would sound, I don't think it, well, we don't really have a sound. So like, I don't know what it would sound like, but I don't think it would just be like, oh, let's try and write a bunch of songs and put them together. Like we would want it to be an evolution how do i put it it would be a risk we would want it to be a risk like we wouldn't want to take a safe bet and be like okay well if we look back uh feeling fine was a hit hectic was a hit uh this song didn't get as many streams we'll write songs like that like it would be more of a like okay we've done all of that let's try a, a sound or like a way of writing music that we haven't done and just see if people like that because like I said, I guess our main goal here isn't to write something that pops. Our goal is to write something that is cooler to us than the last shit. So I guess that's all I could say is like, it would be experimental. It wouldn't just be hit after hit. It would be, it would be us trying to create something of our own that no one's done before. Something that no one has done before. Just keep releasing singles. Don't even worry about it, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, Just ride the wave. Don't even need one. <laughs> Just keep doing it forever. Like, <laughs> I think I think the vinyl collectors will get mad eventually and stop listening to the band. I can tell they're already getting antsy. That would Every be single hilarious. Like, Where's the vinyl? Where's the vinyl? <laughs> like, you don't want singles on vinyl, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, we're midway through 2020 now. Aside from the tour, is there anything else you'd like to achieve this year? What's on your bucket list or... New Year's resolution that you still haven't ticked off yet. What have I not done? I want to, um, I definitely want to try and get another tour in around Australia. I'd like to do another tour. I want to collaborate more. Like we've collaborated a lot, but like I want to keep doing, like that's something that the band has only kind of started doing recently. And 
we're kind of addicted to it at the moment. Like we put out a track with our mate Tita halfway through last year, I think it was. Then we did a track with Nerve and then we just did the one with City Morgue and we're talking to other people now. And I think we just want to do as much of that as we can, like just make music with other people because it's fucking fun as like, it's just, it's sick. I think we want to just, we want to get tighter. Like we want to just get tighter at our instruments and shit. And I personally want to make some changes to my voice and do some cooler shit with that. And then I don't know. I just, <laughs> I'm still working on stuff. Still working on. There's a few. There's a few things I'm working on, but um, I I want I I think I want to be able to offer more vocally. I really want to write some like I guess uh, more personal songs, just so give people a bit of a not that they're begging for it, but just to like I guess give people a bit of a look into how my brain works and the positives and negatives that can come from the way I think. If that can help them in any way. And that's about it, really. I just want to keep getting better at what we do. Like, that's all I really want. Just keep growing. We've got plenty of time to do that, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, got forever. <laughs> oh, Chris, it's been wonderful chatting with you. Thank you so much for your time. Nah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.